0: Hi, I'm Nina Samuels, and apparently you have nothing better to do with your time, so you are listening to The Holy Shoot podcast.
1: Would help if I had the script up properly.
0: <laughs> what a way to open the show!
1: Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> keep this in jason anyway hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the fifth edition of the holy shoot wrestling challenge for both our previous and new listeners we have upgraded and changed the format completely and instead of a weekly roundup we thought we'd become a weekly debate show we will also be doing interviews courtesy of our co-host jason on a regular basis too so what is the holy shoot wrestling challenge i hear you ask the Holy Shoot Wrestling Challenge is a new wrestling quiz show where the arguments, not your overall opinion, wins. Each week, our guests will go head-to-head over five rounds and debate topics that are either relevant to right now or will be themed. After that, we will have a three-count round. The three-count round is our speed round and that's where the two competitors are forced to forced to pick between one of two options and will have 30 seconds to say why their option is the best and then a minute between them to fight amongst themselves. Again, it's not what they choose wins, but their arguments. Simple. Got it. The winner will be whoever has the most points at the end. In the event of a tie after eight rounds, we will go to a tie breaker. Right. The following contest is scheduled for 1-4. And 4 Shut up. A singles match. <laughs> Introducing first. From Sunderland, Tyne and Weir, he has a record of 0 and 1. He is the big man, Mike Remington.
0: I'm back and I'm better than
1: ever. Calm down, off. <laughs> and introducing his opponent, making his holy shoot wrestling challenge debut from the Garden of England known as Kent. He is David, the Naked Chairman.
2: Yeah, I'm doing great. Great to be here, guys. Can't wait. Fantastic.
1: For those who don't know, uh, Jason cannot be in attendance today purely because he is currently undergoing a paternity test to see if he is the father of Maria Knauss' baby. So with that being said, we brought in his uh, cohort, David, aka Dave, aka the naked chairman. Uh, he's usually naked. He's not tonight. Very disappointed. Um, uh, I
2: am. I am from the waist down. There, so, you know. Just let's be clear about this.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm disappointed to see your face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's his face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what face I was about to say.
1: Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> uh, I was gonna I was gonna plug Watch Wrestling London for you, um, but uh, you could do that yourself.
2: Oh, watch Wrestling London. Where to watch? Great replays. On a product basis in London, just guys, come down, watch it. It's a fantastic place, fantastic people, few beers, chanting. Ah, oh, it's just so good to watch, you know, uh, replays of uh, WWE on your time, not their time, not their time in the US, but your time, and don't uh, compromise your day job. So uh, sign up for WWL, come on, join the team, and uh, yeah, we have loads of events all on Meetup, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you know join asap
1: indeed you should all join and you know you get to meet some fantastic people and jason so (laughs) let's get on with the show this week our questions will be centered around uh the clash of champions pay-per-view that happened this past sunday so first question what was the best match of the night dave it's your debut you get to go first what an honor
2: um well obviously drew gulak on the pre-show um that is a joke by the way but i do like drew gulak so i just wanted to drop that in there you can deliver anything with a powerpoint presentation and that guy should be on the main show every time um for me (laughs) sorry uh for me it was sasha uh, and the man um you know it was in and out of the ring the the referee made it as well. I thought the referee did a fantastic job. Just <laughs> and then the, the best bit for me, literally had me in tears of laughter, was when the referee when the referee got down and he was down in the ring, and he went back into the ring. And for some reason, he just kind of rolled out halfway through scene, and it just it just it just it just, it just, it just, it just had everything for me. I know it didn't, you know, finish itself. It's, set up, it's set up for the next pay per view um just a great match i just i just love the stupidity of it you know fun entertaining is what wwe is all about and then and talking about wwe as well being in that kind of environment where everyone's around you know fans are talking about it and having a few beers it was just
1: great that's brilliant mike what was your favorite match
0: I thought we were going to have a problem because I would have said Sasha and Becky as well. However, Dave's reasons are totally wrong and therefore I'll have no problem ripping him to shreds with this one.
1: Ooh, ooh, so you're going for the same match. No one wants to switch. Okay, let's hear your reasons first, Mike.
0: Okay, so just to counter Dave straight off, the the fact he's mentioning the referee, the fact of every match is we should not be noticing the referee. The referee is the only negative about that match. We shouldn't be looking at him instead of watching the fight up the aisle, up the stairs, round the back. We're all thinking, when's that referee going to get up? And we should never be doing that. The match itself, definitely the best match of the night. And the reason I say that is I was invested in it. I was feeling that they hated each other. They actually didn't just look like they were having a match that would end and they go over it looked like they hated each other they wanted to hurt each other and it 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 just like they said it went in and out the ring it went around the back it was different it was something that we don't see on every event and just made me wanting more i was disappointed when they ended it
1: fair enough i'm gonna get i'm gonna allow uh both guys the option here to change their answer if not then you have to fight based on the points that you made does either one of you want to change your answer no. No. Okay, well, fight each other off the points uh, that you made. Start how, now.
0: How can you laughing at the referee make it the best match of the night? That, that <laughs> is not the point of what is meant to be one of the hottest angles in women's wrestling.
2: You know what? You know, you know what I like about wrestling? It's not what you see. It's what you're not meant to see. Right? It's the stuff that just shows the, the fun the entertainment side of the business right and it was a great match and it was a great match but it's just the little things for me that just kind of really stick out i know you're saying yeah the referee i shouldn't be focusing on that but it just made me crease up in an environment where everyone was in stitches of laughter and it but you are right right it was a great match and the in and out of just you know fine outside the ring the mustard incident was fantastic i always mustard right and the match was mustard um so you know <laughs> it just yeah
0: fantastic. Yeah. yeah mustard does me everything better and the the submission moves the use of the railing to do the disarmer through the fact yeah. that at the, at the end we you know we're, we're a little bit who won have they just stopped the match is there a dq it just left me wanting more and this this is me now looking forward to the women's match on the next pay-per-view which I think shows how good this match is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Can't wait.
0: Glad you agree with me. Thank you.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, you know what? I'm going to call this because this is uh, really, really short. Um, Mike wins a point, point. And here's why Mike's win- Mike wins the point. Dave, you just went, I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, you're not supposed to see the referee take the uh take his time you know so yeah it's, it's an um unfortunate start for you uh david unfortunate start but mike takes the lead one point to nil uh, i also have to agree with you gentlemen that was a f- that was fantastic fantastic stuff that both women put on but from fantastic stuff to fucking awful stuff mike what is yeah. the worst match of the night
0: the worst match of the night was also the first match of the night on the main court. Braun and Rollins versus Rudin and Zibler.
1: Ooh, why?
0: Why? <laughs> so, this was an historic event. This was the first time, as far as I'm aware, that the tag team champions were in a match and they're then going on later to have a match against each other. This was something big that they'd really hopped on. And instead, we got an incredibly ch- quick match that had absolutely nothing to it. It really, you know, at the point it ended, I was expecting it to really get started and start using the storylines. It didn't do anything really for the match later. There was no argument. Braun just looked a bit disappointed and walked out. Seth looked a bit disappointed and walked out. There was nothing And I mean, if you look back to WrestleMania 10, when the the famous Bret Hart had to do two matches in one night, you ended up getting one of the best matches in history as the opening match. So it's not like they really need to conserve that much energy and stuff to make it that fast. It was just, it it was a throwaway match.
1: Fair enough, David. Uh,
2: For me, it was Charlotte Bailey. Um, Too short, far too short. Um, You know, I think you could argue that The, you know, the turnbuckle incident is a way of kind of crystallizing Bailey as a hill. But for me, it was still far too short. Bailey's a kind of lukewarm hill. Um, You know, we've seen that on the recent events. And it just did nothing for for a match, really. Uh, They should have gone on longer. Um, It just didn't really go to anything. For, For me, it pitted out. And yeah, again, it was just it was just far too short very uh, disappointing i thought uh, and i don't i'm not a big fan of bailey personally um but i know she can do much better than that and we know that charlotte's superb right so um that for me was a big letdown and a big disappointment
1: yeah i'm gonna give Dave the point now i'm joking uh, <laughs> i just i really like the time um, crystallize and then you know, i bailey didn't hug me therefore she's a heel proving my point all the time anyway but uh, back on track gentlemen um fight each other please
0: I think one of the big measures in worst matches, you compare what you hope to get out of it to what you actually got. And we've seen Bailey and Charlotte wrestle many times. They've had incredible matches, but I went into this knowing this was going to be an absolute nothing. I really didn't think there was going to be any sort of story or title change. This is just a slow... Um, heel turn for Bailey, Obviously, stunned stun done the obvious heel turn, attacking them with chairs, but they now need to slowly tweak the character. And this was one with, again, a quick sneak win and running away. That's all it needed to achieve. And that's all it did achieve. It was exactly what I expected.
2: For me, you know, the, the tag team championships being lost and moving, I think, I think was important. Right? I, 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 the, the match was okay, but I was just pleased that they lost it. I I don't buy him as a team. I didn't really buy it really much as as, as an angle. Um, You know, where does Braun kind of go? Just the whole thing for me was just kind of a waste of time, you know. But still, Charlotte and Bailey, that match had more potential, much more depth that they could have explored and gone into. And they could have, you know, put in a really good effort and put in a really good display. Um, That's my... That's my thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, mean, we've got the historic tag team championship here being defended by two teams that six weeks ago didn't really exist. Um, I I think (laughs) the the whole thing about the match was that they were the champions and facing each other. That was the big story. And the fact that nothing got done with it was really a total wasted opportunity there wasn't a there wasn't a turn there wasn't a sneak just you know fight afterwards shoving it was your fault no it was your fault type thing the the whole match just let me down the very fact that rude and ziggler and uh, they're not a tag team and they're the tag team champions in what should be a loaded division just leaves me with not much hope for the future
2: <laughs> i don't know i quite like them to be honest like, they got something like that kind of. You, WWE doesn't know what to do with them, so you stick the stick the titles <laughs> on them. And for me, I like that approach. I like. I like. They're both very good wrestlers, um, and they're, I think they're they're much better tag team. I see you see you're saying about no turn. Yeah, it could have been great to have a turn, uh, and kind of eat that out, and make that better. But for me, you know, the the by far uh the most disappointing was was the unfortunate ladies yeah
0: so you think even though you've got the main event in the ring at the same time so early and literally nothing happens regarding that main event isn't Mm. a total letdown
2: yeah but we know we knew we knew it was gonna be you you thought something was gonna happen i never thought something was gonna happen
0: really no okay (laughs) I totally disagree, I think everyone <laughs> knew something would happen, even if it was just an argument leading to a little bit more storyline into what was already a weak main event Yeah, this was their chance to make that main event mean something and then hate or something be on the line and instead we got, well nothing.
1: I think Braun Strowman did a, a promo backstage afterwards saying it was Seth Rollins's fault
0: he did, but I think we're just talking about the match here
1: mm-hmm Okay, I'm just saying like in terms of heat. That that's just I, I'm just putting it out there as a fact. Uh do any of you want to make one final point? That match sucked. Yep. Dave, <laughs> do you have any final words? Bailey's Bailey's match sucks.
2: Most of Bailey's match sucks. Anyway, carry on. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Have you ever watched Bailey versus Sasha on XT? Uh,
2: no, I don't think I have.
1: You're a Sasha Banks fan. You, you'd enjoy that match, anyway. Um, I am going to give the point to Mike again, purely because I felt that he offered more reasons. And again, Dave, you, you got into the trap of agreeing with him, saying, "Yeah, that Raw Tag Title match wasn't very good." You know, you should really, you should really attack Bailey even more. Just, like, be more aggressive. And, unfortunately, you acquiesced more with Mike's point than, you know, defending your own. Um, For the record, I thought Kofi versus Autumn was the most boring match of the night. Um, So, I had, uh, uh, you know, I I disagree with you both. Um, (laughs) Speaking of Braun Strowman, what's next for Braun Strowman following his uh, two title match defeats uh, at Clash of Champions? Dave, I'm going to go to you. First. What, what, what know, do you think is next for Braun Strowman?
2: Retirement? Um, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Help the Fiend uh, defeat Seth. Um, I think could be a, a, a slightly interesting angle, given the kind of... I know, I know it's obviously a new kind of character, but still the links are there, if you think about it. So I think that is a possibility that that could happen, and given the hatred for one another... Um, you know leading into that match something could happen uh, you know head in a cell or whatever to ensure that The Fiend wins you know the championship um, and Braun gets involved somehow um, what's immediately on the horizon I'm not, not really sure to be honest um, but in terms of kind of the next step and how that gets involved you know it might be that he gets involved in supporting um, The Fiend in some way um, you know, and uh you know, it kind of helps boost the character.
1: Okay, so you're so you're gonna go uh, support the fiend, Mike, what about you?
0: I think that Braun needs to go away and he needs to stay away and he needs to stay away a bit more until we stop thinking, where is Braun? A bit like we did with Bray Wyatt, we kind of forgot about him. We need to forget him and then he comes back as the monster and this time as the monster. And he needs to be a heel, because you cannot have a monster babyface who was so strong and so fast and get any sympathy from us. He has to be a heel. So he has to go away and come back eventually and absolutely wreck havoc, which I know will get him cheered, but he needs to do it in an extreme heelish way. You know, like occasionally the big show would come back after a while and just attack everyone, but he needs to do it to a much greater effect he needs to maybe appear on nxt and absolutely decimate some good guys there he can appear anywhere he just needs to be a wrecking machine heel who wants to hurt people
1: keep him away from my lovely nxt joking aside we have white family reunion of sorts and big bad monster return fight
0: yeah, I think the Wyatt family is gone. They need to—they've changed Bray Wyatt's character. They've made him the fiend. They need to go away from history. There's no point in starting to go back to that. And I think the the big thing is we, we've lost all real. Th- you know, we keep saying when is Braun going to win the championship? When is he going to win the championship? Now he looks weaker than ever, and the only thing to solve that is a lot of time. He needs to go away. That's my main comment for this. We need to forget him, and they need to come back and we forget what happened. nights ago
2: how long do you think he should go for
0: um i think after the rumble because that would be an obvious time to return so would be expecting it and i don't want them to be expecting it it could be maybe maybe raw after wrestlemania to give that feeling that we want but if it was up to me it would be a random episode of smackdown where his music hits and we all pop and he's back and he does something that we hate
2: (laughs) How so how long do you think in total?
0: Sorry, I didn't realise this was a question and answer show, but eight months? Eight, eight months? months,
2: eight yeah. months. Okay, so Braun Strowman, top of the game, right? One yeah. of the best, if not the best, strongest wrestler out there. You're gonna remove him from the card for eight months.
0: Braun Strowman, the best wrestler out there. That should be a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh,
2: from the card for eight months
0: yes they have enough depth in there and they aren't just trying to succeed for the next eight months they want to succeed for the next 80 years it's a long-term plan they need to start having more long-term plans instead of week by week booking
2: eight months for one of your top stars to be out is a for me a very long time I mean, even for commercial, it doesn't make any commercial sense for WWE. I see what you're saying about the big pop after, but eight months. I mean, that is going to be, you know, he's going to be sorely missed, right? He's,
0: got, he's going to be fresh. They can change the look. They can do anything they want, but they just need to, we're sick of Braun Strowman losing. He's a monster. He's apparently the monster among men, and yet the men constantly beat him.
2: But then a Wyatt family reconnection, a rekindling of sorts, could actually make him powerful, could make him strong again. you know and not only that, obviously everyone's talking about the fiend. so a kind of pseudo family reunion could make strong Strongman the strength again that he once was by almost disconnecting him from his current uh, perspective that everyone has of his uh, you know recent performances.
0: I think that would be a big step backwards, going back to where they were three, four years ago. I right. think Bray has managed to totally reinvent himself. Let's keep them totally separate, and let's give us a monster, like they've been saying for years. I think Braun's best work was against Roman. You know, the I'm not finished with you, where it was a monster. It was a heel, but we loved watching it, and that was some of the best Roman Reigns matches I've ever seen. I think if he went back to something like that, but I think the important thing is he needs to go away.
2: Eight months out. Eight months.
0: No. Eight, eight months, no. yes.
2: No, 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 no. no, yeah,
0: ba- no ba- babies can be made in that amount of time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, that is true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of families <laughs> Yeah. Indeed. Yep. Yeah, do any of you want to make one final point?
0: I'm, I'm just trying to figure out why Dave is walking in circles. I'm feeling a bit dizzy here.
1: Yeah, we, we see each other on Skype, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, all, all I see is a lampshade. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give the point to the lampshade. Uh, <laughs> so, Dave, you've pulled one back. I think the reason why I, um, I kind of feel that, Mike, your answer was weak, but the points you made were even, like, weaker, in my opinion. And the reason why is, uh, you know, you didn't really have a clear definitive um, timeline of what you want to say oh he just should come back as a monster but you never really elaborated on what they can really do apart from a pop up and a random episode of Smackdown I think you know Dave made better counterpoints to that and that's why Dave wins a point so Dave one Mike two Mike you get to go uh, up next Uh, this is a bit of a creative task come up with a tag team name for Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode's uh, tag team.
0: Okay, so I've, I've I've thought a bit about these people, and I think what they need to do is realize on, on you know realize publicly on air that this is a bit of a strange mix. They've been kind of just placed together at random, and suddenly they're the tag team champions. I think they need to look back at their careers and maybe maybe poke a little bit of fun at the at themselves that you know what they've been through and therefore the tag team name i'm coming up with is spirit money mm,
1: delicious uh i was thinking the wrong spirits but you know never <laughs> mind uh dave what about you what's your answer
2: <laughs> okay so can i have a, can i can i float a couple out there
1: no, you've got to pick one. I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, only one. It. it says tag team name in the question. Okay,
2: right. Uh, fair enough. Um, Zach and Rack. Right, there's a whole new character. They come out but with the Saved by the Bell music, okay? And every time they're... <laughs> 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 the bell as a weapon and they always get saved by the bell so you know that was, that was my thinking it was ridiculous but hey that's what WWE should be it should be a little bit more ridiculous sometimes
1: so not spirit money and z- Jesus Christ and second and Rack. <laughs> With, with the complete gimmick change as well to save
2: my... <laughs> 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 I guess screen their manager or something as well. I mean, it'd be perfect.
0: God, <laughs> I really oh, want so you know.
1: to hear of the names now. <laughs> Dustin Diamond is a wrestler fan. And, uh... Yeah, uh... Right, uh... Please fight.
0: <laughs> this is not anything like I, what I planned to fight. Um... <laughs> I think mine has some logic to it. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I, I think at least mine, you can you can look at the name Spirit Money and understand why, obviously, the Spirit Squad, being money, put it together, Spirit Money, it still makes sense. Um, it doesn't require a total gimmick change. They are who they are, and I don't think we should be changing their gimmicks too much, but we should just be changing their outlook and I think it gives them a lot of access to um, who they used to be. They can be, you know, they've, they've totally they've gone through the developmental. They've gone through who they are. They've had successes and failures. Dolph's been world champion. Um, Rude's been NXT champion, but they now find themselves as tag team champions, and they can they can use a lot of that in their promos. And then the storylines of being spirit money if, if they start drinking. Jack Daniels while listening to Saved by the Bell music that will, you know, link the two together. But your idea is absinthe related, I believe. I think you're <laughs> drinking too much and smoking too much while thinking of these questions. That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I really can't see WWE doing a saved by the Bell parody tag team champions, despite some of the things Vince has done in his past. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um interesting okay so um i i, I always think kind of like the most the most ridiculous ideas are the best um even if they are a bit crackpot crackpots related um <laughs> i mean just imagine the nostalgia as zach and rack come down to save by the bell <laughs> speech as the screeches there as their manager okay you know and imagine that every single time they gimmick with the bell of to finish obviously every single match, it would just be perfection. We would love it. All the slightly older generation of fans would love it. It's like it's 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 a kind of even more ridiculous thought than the twenty four seven rule, right? It's ridiculous, but it, it will get publicity. It will get names, and it will get people watching. It's mental. It's crazy. It's yeah. It's a little bit off the wall. Agreed. But you know what? That's what WWE is because the more crazy it is, the more people will watch it and it would be better for ratings, um, et etc. et cetera.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to picture Michael Cole shouting down at my own, Zach and the Rock with the win. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I like nostalgia as much as the next person, but it, it's a very specific bit of nostalgia. Maybe if they were uh, doing a bit of copying old shows and changing their name every two weeks to something different would work, but that's a very specific characterization to go with, and after the initial giggle, <laughs> for us, for those of us who actually get it, and I, I'm not too sure many of the fans would really get this. Really, I can't believe I'm having this argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be, it could be like a
2: little, they could ease it in. It doesn't have to be directly you know. They could ease into the character, you know, and it doesn't have to be so direct. It could be a little bit more kind of. I was about to say submissive. That's probably the wrong word.
0: It is with Saved by the Bell. This sort of language yeah. was never used on that program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I mean, I think the point is, is that the crazier, the better, um, you know, of, of, of any kind of storylines at WWE. Anything that's actually going to get more ratings, anything that's actually going to be a little bit more attention grabbing.
0: But. Um, I- this isn't a new tag team coming along to give us some giggles. These are the WWE tag team champions. Yeah. And, and you want to parody them into Saved by the Bell. Are you Chen in disguise?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, if I was on Creative, i tell everyone watching. <laughs> <laughs> everyone. just the wrestling fans, everyone. <laughs>
0: Okay, I, I I think I'll stick with my logical name that actually means something, and you can understand why they're called it if you're a wrestling fan. Whereas yours needs <laughs> a, a a lot of googling. I think.
2: Do you do you think Jason's just going to edit me completely out of this podcast?
0: Yeah, I think there's going to be the Mike Talk Show. <laughs> they're going to wonder what I'm laughing at. <laughs>
1: I'm going to call time on what has been the greatest argument in this show's history. Um, how the fuck do I judge this one? <laughs> um, oh, the weird part. Po- the weird thing is, Dave made good, strong arguments against your questions, Mike. And you, you know, Mike put up a good argument, but Dave had countered everything. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna do this. I'm sorry, Mike, but you just said yours is logical, and that's not enough. So I, I actually have to give the point to Dave. Woohoo! I, I, <laughs> I think, in my defence,
0: there was no argument against that. I've got a stitch now.
1: <laughs> that was I think the must, I mean, it's, it's, it's the worst answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it was
2: i was literally laughing to myself i was laughing the thing was right i was laughing to myself so much when i was wrote it down
1: i was crying to myself this is so stupid i have to say this <laughs> uh, anyway. so what was the other what was the other thing you're going to suggest
2: okay well it's it's kind of a similar era zig and zag
0: um <laughs> now and... just <laughs> uh, finishing move. And years uh, gone by.
2: Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Like, Even even better. Yeah, bring out zig and zag, and then get him some involved in his in his. Anyway, I'll I'll stop talking. Otherwise, I'll just carry on. Um, chode and zode, as in chode. You know, chode knows. You yeah, chode as in stubby cock. Um, you know, i probably. Can. Excuse me. Uh, chode. Wow. Um.
0: Th- this is you keep that camera pointing upwards yeah <laughs>
1: that's not <laughs> wow we bring Dave on for one show and he's making save by the bell jokes and penis jokes um just why you are the naked chairman uh, <laughs> Jesus you, Christ I don't even right last question uh Dave who should beat Bailey for the Smackdown Women's Championship okay controversial um James Ellsworth. Oh my god. Go, go ahead. <laughs> James James Ellsworth should be failing. <laughs> <saying. laughs> <laughs> no, please, please tell me your reasons.
2: Okay, he's flirted with the title before as we've as we know, okay uh, I'm not sure if all the allegations were true against him, but assuming they're not, and he could come back to w w e ignore all that information you know for some of the reasons in fact, like you were saying earlier, you know absence makes the heart grow you know grow stronger in some some degree you know, James Osworth's probably been out for some time, right, um and he comes back to a big pop. Pizza, one, two, three, controversial finish, of course. And um yeah, James Ellsworth is the winner.
1: Okay, Mike.
0: I've gone for a different answer.
1: <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs>
0: so I I've gone with the logic that WWE and AEW are now at war. It it is official. The Wednesday Night Wars are a thing. It is WWE versus AEW, and while this is a great time to live and to watch it, the old thing of wrestling companies at war is signing each other's talent and you know signing free talent and trying to get one up on them. So the person I think that should beat Bailey for the title is Smiley Kylie Ray. Oh. So the 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 storyline pretty much writes itself. She was she was let go, you know, she asked for a release from AEW, she got it. We don't know why. She got to assume there was something happening or something in the background that she didn't like. Yeah. But it coincides with Bailey doing her heel turn and they could so easily bring it in that the reason she gave up wrestling was that she'd realised she was just another Bailey. She was happy, she was smiley, she would hug people, everything was great and exciting and she didn't the the wrestling world didn't need another Bailey. She was already there, but now she's not there. She's turned against what Kylie Riley is, Smiley Kylie. Sorry, <laughs> um, she comes in. She, Ka- Smiley Kylie is a fantastic wrestler. They could have an amazing match, but it is pretty much it would be Bailey versus what Bailey used to be and what made everybody love her.
1: Okay, so uh, this argument is based on two people that are not hired in wwe okay cool um fight.
0: yeah james ellsworth should not be the person to beat bailey <laughs> bailey is the women's champion i mean this isn't low down fun things we're dealing with that they need to make these titles prestigious again we need to have long term champions that when they lose it when there's a title change it means something it elevates somebody james elworth coming in and beating bailey 1 2 3 is a joke it's a few minutes of giggling it's 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 not a it's not a future storyline at least mine has a great match in it i mean you you did, you said he comes in and beats her 1 2 3 is, is there a match? Is there a back and forth? Does he, does he hit his finishing maneuver, which I'm sure you can't name? I mean, what... Uh, how does this match look?
2: Pretty ridiculous, but that's exactly how it should be. Can I just ask a question? So, sorry, yeah. and who's, who the, who's the who's who's the lady again? Because um, I haven't heard of her. What was her name?
0: Smiley Kylie Ray. She was in part of a flagship match at the first AEW pay-per-view Double or Nothing, part yep. of the Women's Triple Threat. She's kind of like a a very bailey character very happy excited just you know pleased to be there and stuff but can really go when the bell rings
2: would the average wwe watch and know who she is
0: i think now they would i think the average wrestling fan would and i think wwe are very good at putting packages together to explain it and there's enough independent footage of her to be able to use showing who she is with her smiley little gimmick and putting her hands under her chin and you know they they have split screen with Bailey as she used to be on one and Kylie on the other side doing very 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 similar things and then how it is now and this whole story I idolised you I wanted to be you then I realised I was you I I wasn't needed because you were there and you've now let me down
2: but you're guaranteed that everyone will know James Ellsworth
0: I, uh, well yeah with my point we guarantee everyone knows Hulk Hogan as well but I don't think he should come and beat Bailey
2: I didn't think of that that's quite a good idea <laughs> i changed, I change it to Hulk Hogan <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i think back back in the late 90s when the girls were there for one reason and they gave the title to harvey Whippleman. it was a joke and it was something they did to say look a man's won the title dressed as a woman but i think these days in the the days of the women's revolution giving the title to james elvis would be a big backstep
2: i think um your point is well made actually in terms of you know i don't want to And obviously for the listeners here, it's quite important that I'm not belittling the uh, women's championship in any way by giving it to James Ellsworth. What I'm looking for, really, is going down that role of kind of a little bit of stupidity, um, you know, and um, yeah, as a kind of temporary. Yeah, that's next, but actually moves on pretty quickly. So uh, but I'm certainly not uh, belittling the championship at all. Uh, You know, the ladies championship. And The whole division is is better than the men's has been for a long time, in my opinion. Um, but, um, yeah, that's my uh, opinion on that.
0: Yeah, I think the 24-7 title exists for that sort of story and that sort of play with you know, what wrestling really is. But I'm glad you say you don't want to belittle what they have done because they've done a hell of a lot of work to get to the stage. And
2: I yeah, so no, you don't want people thinking that I'm belittling it by uh, by saying James Ellsworth? I am certainly not. Uh, I, I just I just like a, a cheap pop, a good laugh, and a bit of comedy moments uh, on all titles, in fact, uh, not just the women's championship.
0: So you think James Ellsworth should be the next universal champion too, just to give us a smile?
1: Why not? Why not?
0: Okay. Um, uh, no. <laughs>
1: okay um this one's pretty clear to me i think you know yeah i think mike made way better points than this one um just to a clarification as well the james Ellsworth allegations um i don't think those were actually really confirmed to be resolved but he is working on the independent scene um i even saw him at wrestlecon in april uh in new york which is a site and uh Kylie Ray, I think she's um she might be retired after getting her release from AEW in September, uh, so there's that as well. But yeah, Mike, I think you made the better points overall. I think it's uh, you actually had a better story than just a cheap pop. Um, I think you know there is that concern as well with bullet in the women's division, the Hulk Hogan comparison. It is a way stronger argument. So, Mike, you win the point and you lead 3-2 going into the break. Uh, Join us after this quick uh, little advertisement for our three count round. Can Dave win all three and take the victory on his debut or will Mike finally get his first victory? Find out after the break. Hey, you! If you like the podcast, then remember to like the Holy Shoot Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Holy Shoot Pod. Do it! Do it now! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Holy Shoot Wrestling Challenge, and you join us at our three count round Mike is leading three points to two so basically uh our three count round is just a little quick explainer is our speed round uh there's three questions um and each opponent will be given an either or The, the first person to shout out that answer will take that the first answer and then the other person will have to take the other answer they'll have 30 seconds to debate that point and then they'll have a minute to fight against each other. And then I will judge uh, judge them based on their arguments, essentially. So, simple, got it. Dave, you need three to win or two to ta- take it to a tiebreaker. Mike, you need one to take it to a tiebreaker or two to win. So, first question. Yes or no, should Sasha Banks be the next Raw winners champion? Yes. Dave, you have to take no. Mike, go.
0: I think that first of all it's she's deserved it, which is important in wrestling. She's deserved where she's at and she's put the hard work in. I think after the match last night, which we both agreed was the best match, it has to happen again and it would it would be the right time for her to take the title. I think she's excellent in the ring and she's got that storyline with Becky where it it is personal. They do seem to hate each other, which, you know, is great to see in a wrestling match these days.
1: Cool. Dave.
2: Uh, no, it's too predictable. Uh, it's typical archaic WWE doing the same old, bringing someone back, making them look good temporarily, you know, uh, and basically we know this will happen. Sasha will win it, you know, and it's kind of playing into the storyline that we, we, we know will happen, right? It's it's too predictable. Um, she shouldn't be the champion. We should really look at, see what other options there are to explore.
1: Cool. You have one minute to find each other. Go ahead.
0: I think, first of all, this format has existed for over 50 years because it works and it it plays to everything we like. But I didn't say that Sasha needed to win it straight away. She could lose, and then Becky could go on to have another feud and win that, and then eventually Sasha is the one. Um, So it doesn't have to be as predictable as you say, but Sasha is the one I think deserves to take that title off her.
2: But, you know, there is so much more that they could do um, you know, with Sasha to, to to kind of build up her character. She's come back as the kind of same character with blue hair, slightly a little bit more aggressive. That's what she's basically done. That's what WWE have done. They've done a the little break, the same old, same old. Yeah, just slap of the title in a couple of months time. You know, let's just see a few that starts and fizzles out pretty quickly. It's, it's archaic it's typical wwe um we we know the writings on the wall and in fact it, it you know it, it makes actually
1: uh, time, uh, time 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 ah uh, both both of you i've actually made really good points in on this one this is tough maybe it's the freshness of the argument i know it's only been one minute but you know short-term memory um but dave i'm going to give you the point so it's three all uh, question number two of the three count round yes or no should the fiend win the universal title no yes Oh well both of you had a difference of opinions Mike you said you answer first you get to go first
0: okay I first of all think it's definitely too soon he doesn't need the title he's all about character at the minute he could easily be a character who just cares about hurting people and causing devastation and destruction and carnage he doesn't need the championship to do anything what he's doing um, I think we need to go back to the early 90s when WCW would feed monsters to Sting to make him stronger. That's what the Fiend should be to Seth. Seth needs to have an absolute war with him, but come out on top just to continue to strengthen him for the eventual, Time. eventual loss.
1: Time.
2: Dave. Okay. Absolutely should. Fiend is the best thing in WWE at the moment. It is perfect. It is different. It is um, just taking... The whole WWE by storm. They need to ride this wave, right? They need to push it, promote it while it's hot. Um, everyone agrees. Everyone wants the Fiend to be the champion, and also it takes it off Seth as well, which I think is is overdue, uh, in my
1: opinion. Time, I just think time, time, time. Fight each other, please. Okay. Yes,
0: he is the best thing right now. Everybody loves him right now, and he doesn't have the title right now. He doesn't need the title.
2: does need a title. That will elevate him. That will elevate the pitch of WWE. It will bring credibility to the title and will ensure that the main man is given a title at the right time and taken off Seth when it's becoming a little bit boring that Seth's got it, in my opinion.
0: I don't think it's boring at all. I think he's just getting started. I think he needs some high-profile wins over short-term opponents who can then go on to do their own thing.
2: Ah, Same old fiend. Ride that crest of a wave. It'll be beautiful. When he's wearing that... Where is that belt? he's come up with even more gimmicks in the next pay-per-view you know ride it make him the man make him the star that he deserves because that's what all the universe wants
0: well i think all the universe doesn't want because i'm arguing against it so you're flawed there <laughs> you no. on
2: behalf, you're talking on behalf of the wwe universe
1: <laughs> <laughs> right i'm gonna call time time this one is actually very clear to me i think more points were made um i'm gonna give the point to dave Dave, you're leading four points to three. Um, Yeah, don't get too excited. You still could lose. Yeah, Uh, to be fair. Mike, Mike, you need a point to win. Uh, Sorry, point to tie it. Dave, you need this last one to win, overcoming a 3-2 deficit. Who should challenge for the Raw Tag Team titles? Viking Raiders or the OC?
0: Viking Raiders.
1: Dave, you get the OC. Mike, you get to go first.
0: Okay, I think the way they left NXT as undefeated has them as strong as they can possibly be. I think that for big men, they can do some amazing things and can put on some amazing matches and really excite the universe. I think if the OC were to win it, it would be too much like the undisputed storyline going on in NXT um, with AJ Styles also having a belt. I think they don't need to go that too quickly. I think the Viking Raiders are just something fresh and can put on different and new matches.
1: All right.
2: The Viking Raiders are the worst gimmick I think I've seen in WWE history. It is so obvious, so ridiculous. It wouldn't even have it in the golden era. I mean, I've never seen anything more ridiculous than them to... Not disputing their wrestling abilities. Good wrestlers, fantastic wrestlers. It's just the gimmick. I just can't get over how in-your-face it is, how obvious it is, and just how pathetic it is. And it actually we're not in a golden era
1: anymore we're not in a super golden era we're in time this... time 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 fight each other please
0: zach and rack and tag team champions james Ellsworth and women's champions and the gimmick is too bad for your personal world i think they should challenge yes their gimmick might not be brilliant but they can overcome that by challenging for the title winning it and hopefully doing enough to convince vince mcmahon to give them a better better name, something else, but the matches they can do, that's why we watch it, and they can do some brilliant matches. We haven't even scratched the surface of what they can actually do because they haven't been allowed
2: but the, the gimmick is just so in your face. I mean, it's a difference. What we we're talking, what I was talking about before, was bringing back a bit of nostalgia and fun. Mm-hmm. What they've done is they've just created a really, what I just see is a really obvious gimmick with no class or anything. The I, OC are cool, and they've got a reputation, and they're just a fantastic trio, right? And you know, it, it looks good to have them all strapped with some kind of silverware, all three, right? So I think they need the tag team titles to make the three, you know, you know. Uh, as, as a threesome of champions almost they you know they can,
0: they can have that eventually but it is too much like exactly what's going on at nxt would have dual storylines time,
1: time time this one's pretty clear to me i feel that dave didn't really say why the oc until very late into the argument uh you're too busy attacking the viking raiders uh in your opening statement so i'm going to give the point to mike which leaves it at 4-4 and yet again We go to another tiebreaker in the Holy Shoot Wrestling (laughs) Challenge. So, this past week, we saw uh, Harper return at Clash of Champions and uh, reunite him with his uh, tag team partner, Rowan. But which gimmick is better for Harper and Rowan? The Bludgeon Brothers or the Wyatt family?
0: Wyatt family, Wyatt family, Wyatt family.
1: Okay, Mike has gone Wyatt family. Dave, you have to answer with the Bludgeon Brothers. Go, Mike.
0: Okay, so the Wyatt family, while they were around, were some of the hottest things in wrestling. So, so good, so different. And if they'd really pushed it all the way, which they still could if they put them back together as some sort of family like that, has so many opportunities. The Bludgeon Brothers must be on the same level as Viking Raiders in Dave's strange gimmick level. um with the, you know, plastic hammers coming out, it just, that, that really never caught on for me. Whereas I enjoyed watching The Wild Family. I looked forward to them coming out. I liked their entrance. I liked their music. Oh,
2: the Bludgeon Brothers were cool. I mean, the, the entrance music was cool. The whole enigma around them was cool. And very little was really explained. They just come out with their big hammers and they had a cool kind of character with the really cool music. You know, they were just ball busters. And they were just there to hurt and succeed, right? The White what? family had the whole White family associated with them, that we kind of discussed before. But the Bludgeon Brothers were just like, just in there to kick ass, which time, I like.
1: Time, 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 fight.
0: What is your favourite Bludgeon Brothers match? Uh,
2: well, that's a, good, that's a good point. Thank you. I've got... <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've, I've got short term memory loss.
0: You've got Google there. <laughs> go on. Go.
2: <laughs> I won't be that quick.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: but were they actually. The family matches against the Shield? That was absolutely incredible. They were so good in that match. That match still sticks with me today.
2: But, but were the Bludgeon Brothers given enough time to actually have a good performance?
0: I can't remember. You know i waiting for you to name that match.
2: Well, (laughs) the gimmick was cool in terms they used to come out and they used to kick ass the problem was is they didn't have chance to actually flourish
0: yeah i think my guys did flourish and gave us some memorable moments and the fact they keep putting them back together after the wyatt family showed how good the wyatt family was at merging as a team
1: time time yeah mike you landed a killer blow pretty early in that one uh Uh, my favourite Bludgeon Brothers match is when they drop the Smackdown Tag Team titles to the New Day. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And I, I could have helped you out there, Dave, but unfortunately I'm not allowed to. So, Mike, <laughs> you are today's Yay! winner. Five points to four. How does it feel getting your first win under the belt?
0: Uh, I was so nervous there. Seriously, if I'd gone zero and two, I think I might have reconsidered my career as a debater without the mask. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the big joke again. Uh, uh, Dave, h- how did it feel on your debut? You even, you didn't even know the format of this new show. So h- how how does it feel coming in right at the deep end? And yeah. Come close to
2: well, I was, yeah. Well, first of all, guys, I was obviously honoured to be invited, you know, and uh, enjoyed enjoyed to give it give it a shot, you know. So, uh, obviously, got slightly different uh, bizarre uh, angles at certain times, but that's just me. I like to think things a bit bit more stupidly. That's just the way I roll. Uh, I
1: really think face Chen something points soon. you versus Chen would be god. <laughs> And I uh, know I've Jason as special guest in enforce it and he'll die inside. It's yeah. brilliant. I can, I just, it. can i just
0: say, like I said after last week's show, and I wanna say this on the air now, that I I did lose to Jason on my debut and you know, I think I've improved now, I've beaten Dave. But Sam, I know you're listening. I really, really don't think that your arguments can stack up against mine. So if you want to tell Broad that you can come and face me, just bring it. Because even though you might be on Skype, you can't see me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit i've challenged jason i'm gonna set up a match between dave and chan and mike is laying the, laying the smack talk to sam i think we need a championship at some point as well well yeah mm-hmm. we, we need some
2: kind of stipulation right if you lose I, I, yeah you need yeah, to I, do stuff at the next like wwe event like something mm. crazy right you have to do you have to get up there and like turn up like to turn up right yeah that's Um, funny that's a good one
1: yeah well you know some of us were hungover yesterday anyway um yeah we'll create we'll create a 48 11 championship ball european tv title i don't know so that wraps it up for another week of the Holy Shoot Wrestling Challenge. If you like our show, then remember to subscribe, like us, give us five-star review, pretty please. Also, you can follow us on social media, like us on Facebook, follow us at Holy Shoot Pod on Twitter and at Holy Shoot Wrestling on Instagram. And that's the bottom line because this pod says so. Boom. Um.
0: Rack and sack.
2: This podcast is affiliated with the WWL Meetup Group. WWL or Watch Wrestling London get together with many fans to watch pay-per-view replays on Monday nights and attend live events across London,
0: be it WWE, Progress, Rev Pro, Eve and many more. It's a great way to watch wrestling with friendly people and all are welcome to join. You can find out more at watchwrestling.london or just Google Watch Wrestling London and you'll find the meetup page.